It's been 10 years since the LA Kings won their first Stanley Cup title. We remember that anniversary on this edition of Locked on LA Kings. You are Locked on Kings, your daily podcast on the Los Angeles Kings. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Kings fans, welcome to Locked On LA Kings, your team every day. Thanks for making Locked On LA Kings your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube. Please like and subscribe if you are enjoying this content. My name is Eddie Garcia. I'm your host of Locked On LA Kings. I have worked in sports media for almost 30 years, for the past 20 plus years at the Fox Sports Radio Network, where I'm a co-host, sidekick, reporter, and NHL analyst. Also co-host of the Puck Podcast, a weekly NHL recap show that's been putting out content for the past 16 years and a passionate L.A. Kings fan for the past 30 years. We are 44 days away from the L.A. Kings season opener October 11th against the Vegas Golden Knights. We are 20 days away from the 2022 rookie faceoff in San Jose, where Kings rookies will be taking part in a three-day event against five other Western Conference teams. 27 days away from the Kings preseason opener against the San Jose Sharks. So the countdown is on for the upcoming season, which I know we are all very excited about. Also. Excited about an anniversary for the LA Kings. Uh, if you didn't know it, uh, very recently was the 10-year anniversary of the LA Kings winning their first ever Stanley Cup title back in 2012. Um, the actual date was June 11th of 2012. And uh, just about a month ago, a um, little less than a month ago, the LA Kings had a reunion, a 10-year reunion of that team. Uh, here locally, uh, I live in San Pedro, California, just up the road. There's a, a resort uh, called Terranea. It's over by Trump National Golf Course, uh, and it's a, it's a really nice place. Uh, and uh, that's where the Kings had their 10-year uh, Stanley Cup reunion. And uh, I, it kind of caught me off guard a little bit because uh, it doesn't seem like it's been 10 years. Um, time flies. Um, but uh, it was Jeff Carter's wife that tweeted out a picture. Uh, of the reunion of the, of all the guys that were there. And it looked like almost all the guys were in attendance. I don't think everyone was able to make it, but almost everyone was, was there. And uh, they looked like they had a great time. Um, there wasn't much publicized about it. Um, I didn't, I, I don't know that anyone's written an article about it. Um, like uh, Zach Dooley, the LA Kings insider. Um, I don't think he was out there covering the event. So it was, it kind of went a little bit under the radar. And frankly, if Jeff Carter's wife hadn't, tweeted out that photo um i don't think anyone would have known about that reunion so it got me thinking and wondering because unless i have completely dropped the ball and missed it i don't remember anybody talking about the 10-year anniversary last season which if you're going by seasons last season was the 10th season of course the cup was won in tw uh, 2012 so the the actual 10-year anniversary was this past June, but of course the King season had ended by then and all the players had gone their separate ways. So it's kind of a weird situation where are the Kings going to remember this, this coming season? Because I'm pretty sure they didn't do anything last season. Unless, unless you, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, maybe I completely whiffed on this, but I don't recall them doing anything last year as far as the 10 year anniversary of the Kings winning their first Stanley cup. So if they did it last year and I and I just completely don't remember, then that's my bad. 
Um, if they haven't done anything yet and they're not planning on doing anything this coming season, I think that's a huge mistake. I think this is certainly something worth celebrating. I will uh, I will refer to my old buddy, Ben Maller, who I do a radio show with uh, overnights in the Fox Sports Radio Network. And he always comments, and he's completely right, that we're fascinated with round numbers. Nobody really cares about the nine-year anniversary. Nobody really cares about the 11-year anniversary. But 10-year anniversary, oh, yeah, we care about that. It is funny, but it is something that's true. Um, but 10 years, yeah, it's been 10 years since the LA Kings won that Stanley Cup title. And like I said, I, I, I've reached out to the Kings to ask them if we're doing anything this season to kind of commemorate that. I haven't heard back yet. I'll let you know when I do. Um, but guess what? I run this show, so we are going to remember it on this show. Uh, and I, I wasn't um, hosting the show uh, on the actual anniversary date when the Kings won their cup 10 years ago. So we're going we're gonna to do a little bit of that uh, this offseason, heading into this season. Uh, I am trying to get some interviews with uh, some members of that 2012 Stanley Cup winning team. Uh, obviously, the guys who are not active anymore. Um, Jarrett Stoll and Matt Green still have a uh, working relationship with the LA Kings. So I think those two guys are possibilities. Um, the guys who are still playing, probably not so much, maybe unless if I go directly to you know their practices when they're in town or, or obviously the guys that are still on the team. Maybe that's something that we could do just to get their thoughts on that reunion and, and just you know 10 years since winning the Stanley Cup. So it's something I'm working on and it's hopefully something we can make happen. Um, and, and if not, you know, when we get some of the people on, some of the broadcasters, guys like that, if we can get Jim Fox, if we can get Daryl Evans, Nick Mixon, um, we can certainly get their um, remembrances of that night. I'm going to share my personal uh, remembrances of that 10-year anniversary in a minute. But I do want to kind of uh, talk about that a little bit because, you know, winning the Stanley Cup for the first time is obviously a big deal in the history of a NHL franchise. And there are still teams that are, are searching for that first Stanley Cup and teams that have been around almost as long as the Kings, like the Vancouver Canucks and the Buffalo Sabres. They are still waiting to win that first Stanley Cup. And it, it reminds me when I'm thinking about that as a Kings fan back then, you didn't know if the Kings were ever going to win a Stanley Cup. I mean, let's be honest. Um, the Kings playoff history, other than, you know, the, the Cinderella run uh, in 1993, the Kings playoff history was pretty dismal. You know, we had the miracle on Manchester. We had the uh, the frenzy on Figueroa against the Red Wings. There were some nice moments, but for a team that had been around for a while, an original expansion franchise, the Kings postseason history was not memorable, really, to say the least. There were a couple of moments here and there, but they had never won a title. And, you know, as a Kings fan, when I, I think it was, was it between 93 and 2011, they won one playoff series. One. So going into the 2012, 2011, 2012 season, and then the 2012 postseason as a Kings fan, which I was very much so at that time, you didn't have a lot of confidence that this team was going to do much of anything. They had some good players. They had some experienced players, some guys who had been in Stanley Cup finals before, uh, like Justin Williams and Jarrett Stoll and Matt Green and Mike Richards and Jeff Carter, Rob Scuderi. Um, but only a few of them had ever won it. Uh, Scuderi won it with Pittsburgh. Justin Williams won it with Carolina. But there were some guys who had gone there and never won it. And and oh, Dustin Penner won it with the Ducks. But um, there were a lot of guys that hadn't tasted playoff success. Um, so going into that season, uh, really weren't expecting much. They were the eighth seed. Uh, and then their first opponent was the President's Trophy winner, the Vancouver Canucks, uh, and uh, with the, the team that had the most points in the regular season. And so I remember going into it, you you had hope 
you, you, you were hoping for the best, but there was not optimism. There was no reason to believe the Kings were going to do something magical or special, but they were able to fairly easily eliminate the number one seed in the Vancouver Canucks. Um, they won the first two games up in Vancouver. There was that thunderous hit, Dustin Brown, um, putting on the uh, Canucks captain, Henrik Sedin, a captain on captain hit. And Dustin Brown certainly came out the better on that one, kind of set the tone for the series. And then Jarrett Stoll finishing it off in game five with the overtime game winner and stunning the Vancouver Canucks to advance into round number two. And again, they'd only done that once uh, since 1993, advance out of the first round. So that was a big deal. To do it against the President's Trophy winners was uh, something that I think not only injected confidence and life in the team but confidence and life in the fan base themselves we thought well hell if we can beat the president's trophy winners why can't we beat every other team uh and and basically that's what happened um up next the kings uh took on the st louis blues swept them out of the playoffs um and and jonathan quick allowed a total of six goals in those four games uh he was on his game to say the least then we're taking on suddenly another team that was good, but not not that much better than the Kings. And the uh, I think at the time they were still the Phoenix Coyotes for a chance to go to the Stanley Cup final. And the Kings win that one in five. Jeff Carter had a big hat trick in game two. Dustin Penner, overtime game winner in game five to close it out. And next thing you know, the Kings are going to the Stanley Cup final for just the second time in their history. And they had beaten the top three teams in the Western Conference to do it as an eight seed. And so at that point, you're like, yeah, this is, this is something that could actually happen. And, and they were taking on a New Jersey devils team in the final that was not uh, the best team in the Eastern conference. So it seemed like everything was lining up with the Kings to finally make it happen. And they did uh, pretty much rolling uh, over the devils. It was a six game series, but it seems like it was, it was uh, shorter than that in some respect because of the way they won Game number six, uh, blowing out the Devils six to one. It was a four-one lead going into the third, and it was so great that the Kings won their first Stanley Cup on home ice in front of their home fans. That's not something that always happens to teams. Sometimes they do win it on the road, and those are special as well. I'm not trying to downplay that, but I think there is something to be said: winning your first Stanley Cup title in your home arena in front of your home fans. It does make it, I think, a lot more special. And if you remember that game, like I said, the Kings jumped out to a big lead. And the third period of that game was almost just a celebration. There was no drama. There was no anxiety. You were just, uh, you know, I, I mean, it's rare for the Kings to, to not give us anxiety as Kings fans. But that third period was just a party. And I remember like the last five minutes of that game being in Staples Center Everyone's on their feet and they're already celebrating. Uh, there was, it was, we knew it was over and we knew it was the, the dream was actually going to happen. And I got to tell you, like I said, being a Kings fan at that time, it was pretty tough. Um, there were not a lot of great moments and you were bit, you, you would let it creep into your mind. Are the Kings ever going to win a Stanley cup? Like because of their lack of playoff success, you really had that feeling at the time that this maybe this won't ever happen and you know uh look there's there's still teams like i said vancouver and buffalo their fans are still waiting to feel that feeling um i mean in major league baseball i think it's the cleveland indians slash guardians have gone like 70 something years 
without a World Series title. Uh, in the NBA, I think it's the Sacramento slash Kansas City Kings. They've gone 60-something years. Um, you know, my wife is a diehard San Diego slash LA Chargers fan, and they did win an AFL title way back when. I'm not trying to downplay that, but, uh, you know, it's it, since the Super Bowl's been around and we're in the 50s now, they've never won a Super Bowl. And she is... There have been times where she's like, do you think they'll ever win it before I die? <laughs> and you want to say yes, but you don't know. I mean, the Detroit Lions have never won a Super Bowl. The Cleveland Browns, uh, and there's they, they've won like titles way, way back when. But uh, certainly their fans are long-suffering. And, and how many fans lived and died without seeing the Chicago Cubs or the Boston Red Sox win a World Series? I mean, that, that really did happen. People lived to be 78 years old and never saw those teams win. It's incredible. So there was that thought, I think, amongst Kings fans, especially if you're the old forum blue and gold fans back, back in the day with Marcel Dion and Rogi Vachon, and you've been with them for a long time. You, you probably let that thought creep into your mind. So seeing them win that first Stanley Cup in 2012 was as much a relief as it was a celebration, I think. And uh, you you finally felt kind of validated that your team finally won a title. You don't have to be in that conversation anymore of teams that have been around, around the longest to have never won a Stanley Cup. And it was, like I said, there was a relief and there was a joy. And uh, it, was, it was amazing to be in the building that night. I'm going to talk a little bit more about that in a second. Um, but just, I mean, you know, I know that some people maybe don't, think of that Kings team as um, a great team. And I get it. Like I said, they were an eight seed. They beat a devil's team. That was, I think a six seed. So I get it. I understand. No one's going to say that team was one of the great teams of all time. Like some of those red wings teams or who knows back in the day, the Oilers or the Canadians, but that was a special team. I mean, it really was. Um, they're still the only eight seed that has ever won a Stanley Cup title. No eight seed has ever done it before. They're still the only team in NHL history that beat the top three teams in their conference to go on to win the Stanley Cup. Um, they were at one point in that playoff series, they won 10 straight road games. They lost their last road game, which was game five in New Jersey, but 10 and one in the postseason. Um, on the road. That's, that's, I mean, that's special. Like I said, it may not, they may not, that team may not have been one of the greatest Stanley Cup winners of all time, but they did some special things that year. In addition to being the first team to win the Stanley Cup, um, Jonathan quick named Conn Smythe trophy winner. He was, uh, he was brilliant. He allowed a total of seven goals in these six Stanley Cup finals games. He stopped 20, 125 of 132 shots on goal. Uh, so again, it was a, a special team, a special moment, and uh, great, great memory that deserves to be remembered and talked about and enjoyed. And if you're a Kings fan, that maybe, maybe that was the tipping point for you to become a Kings fan. Maybe like like me in '93 when they went to the Stanley Cup final, eventually losing to the Canadians. That was what sold me on this sport and this team being my team and my favorite sport. Um, it was a great, it was a great memory. And, and I could, I, I'm sure there are probably people listening to this who remember maybe as a kid uh, or, or, or whatever the, the circumstances were seeing that team win the Stanley cup and finally saying, this is amazing. I want to be a part of this. And maybe you've been a Kings fan ever since. And I know some people might look down their nose at those people. I don't at all. Um, 
you know, we all have our own story of how we become a fan of our teams. And if that's part of the reason why, that's fine. As long as you stick on board and 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 our Kings fan uh, throughout, you know, you're not jumping on or off the bandwagon. I don't care where you jumped on, uh, but as long as you're on, you're welcome. And uh, and hopefully we got some more fun rides uh, coming up uh, this season and in the near future. Like I said, I, I'm hoping to get some people on to talk about that season. I hope the Kings are doing something this season to kind of commemorate that because it, it seems like, and again, if I'm wrong, I apologize, but it seems like it's almost something that's kind of slipped through the cracks. Uh, and, uh, I would love to get some more insight onto how that event went, how that 10 year reunion went, uh, up there at Terranea and, and talk to some of the guys and see how that was to get together after 10 years and, and, uh, being the first team ever, the first LA Kings team ever to win the Stanley cup. Now I want to talk a little bit more personal about the night the Kings won their first Stanley cup with me. I'm going to do that in a moment, but first. You're hanging out with some friends and you're putting back a few drinks and a few become a few too many. And the evening comes to an end and you start to head out and you think, oh, calling for a ride. But now nah, what's the worst that could happen? You live nearby, you're okay. Um, and what, what happens if you get pulled over? It's not that big of a deal. Well, you lose your license, you lose your job, you could total your car, you could kill someone. Yeah, everyone knows that the risks of driving drunk are out there and the results are often tragic and deadly. However, it doesn't stop everyone from getting behind the wheel uh, when they're under the influence. And that's why police officers are out there right now looking for impaired drivers on our roads to save lives. So if you think you're okay to drive after a few drinks, think again, play it safe and plan ahead to get a ride. It only takes one mistake to change your life or someone else's forever. Drive sober or get pulled over. I did want to share a few of my memories of the night the Kings won their first Stanley Cup in 2012. I was very, very fortunate to be on hand for that um, as a member of the media working for the Fox Sports Radio Network and uh, to be there to see that that moment and to, uh, frankly to not have to pay to see it was was pretty amazing as well. I, I do not uh, I do not um, overlook how lucky I am to have been a part of that and and I actually got to be a very special part of that. Um, by the way, uh, if you're watching on the YouTube channel, I am wearing my 2012 Stanley Cup championship hat. Uh, which is still in really good shape. The T-shirt the uh, is hanging in there. Uh, I probably should only wear it for special occasions from now on because, you know, you wash it and it gets worn out, but it's, it's doing all right. Um, I do have my Stanley Cup press credential uh, that I'm going to show the folks on YouTube. And I have facial hair. I have a goatee and, uh, you know, I've, I've had it for quite some time, but I, I'm not a fan of a full beard, growing out the beard. Uh, but you have to do it for the Stanley Cup playoffs. You got to grow the playoff beard. I had no idea I would not shave for so long, but uh, they took my photo for my press credential. And uh, this is me with my Stanley Cup beard. If you're watching uh, on YouTube, uh, yeah, the full full beard there going on uh, from that year. And I actually got to be a part of the LA Kings radio broadcast for that championship event. Um, so, Again, I work for the Fox Sports Radio Network. Our local affiliate in Los Angeles is AM570 LA Sports. Now, the two stations are not in the same building. Um, and even though I know a lot of those guys, I've met them, Petros and Money, uh, David Vasse, who's been in the news lately, uh, Tim Cates, Kevin Figures, a lot of those guys. I've met them before. We don't work in the same building and we don't cross paths all that often, but there's obviously a relationship there because they're on our network. A lot of their uh, or excuse me, a lot of our programming is on their network, especially like overnight. So anyway, 
I got a call and uh, was asked, would I like to be a part of the Kings coverage? And I'm like, are you kidding me? Of course I want to be a part of it. And they said, well, if the Kings win the Stanley Cup in game six, the radio broadcasters, Nick Nixon and Daryl Evans, want to be a part of the celebration. Um, and, and they would like someone to host Kings Talk, the post-game show where fans call in. And would you be willing to do that? And I said, absolutely. I would love to be able to do that. So uh, let's see if I can, can I, oh no, I don't have it up. I actually have had a screenshot of me uh, in the background of the radio booth while Nick Nixon is calling the, and I've got my ringtone, by the way, this is the actual call. Uh, this is my, this is my ringtone, by the way. I don't know if you can hear this. By the way, great call from Nick Nixon. After 45 years, the Kings can wear their crown. The Los Angeles Kings have won the Stanley Cup. That's my ringtone. Oh, I hear this multiple times every day, and I never get tired of it. I've had it since then and absolutely love it. But uh, So, yeah, they, the, the game ends. Nick Nixon says the, the famous call. I'm actually standing behind him as he calls it. Um, Nick and Daryl wrap up the post-game coverage. They They obviously describe what's going on on the ice. They're talking about... Dustin Brown has lifted the Stanley Cup over his head. They're passing the cup around, so on and so forth. And then they sign off and they're like, and Eddie Garcia will be with you for Kings Talk. And they went down to celebrate. I mean, they're, they're, those guys have been a part of the Kings organization forever and they wanted to be a part of it. And I was totally happy to let them go do that. So they took off to go down there and, and get pictures with the Stanley Cup. And I had the easiest job I've ever had in my broadcasting career. Uh, welcome to Kings Talk. I'm Eddie Garcia. The LA Kings have just won their first Stanley Cup. Let's go to Bob in uh, in uh, Long Beach. Bob, how are you doing? And then Bob would just say, oh my God, I can't believe it. I've waited so long, blah, blah, blah. And it was just an hour of that. And people just, you know, all I had to do was say, let's go to so-and-so uh, here and wherever. And then how are you? And then they would just go and talk. I mean, you know, people are crying and it was uh, it was uh, very fun to be uh, a small part of uh, of that uh, of that broadcast. So that was that was very very cool. So I want to ask you guys, and I want to get you uh, interactive with this as well. If you've been listening or watching this channel, uh, listening to the podcast, watching the YouTube channel, you know that every Friday we like to have a listener uh, email segment, and so I'd like to get your feedback on that moment for you. Uh, in 2012, when the Kings won the Stanley cup, is there a special moment uh, for you? Was there a special story that you want to share? Did it, did that help you to become a Kings fan? Did that kind of launch your fandom of the LA Kings? If there's something you want to share, uh, I'd be more than happy to, to read it on Friday's show. Uh, so the email address is locked on Eddie at gmail.com E D D I E locked on Eddie at gmail.com. Like I said, if you have a, a, a special story, a special memory of that, moment when the Kings finally won the Stanley Cup. I, I would love to read it on the show and share it. I've shared my memory with you. Uh, hopefully you enjoyed that. And I, I enjoy, I hope to enjoy hearing your memories as well. As, as I mentioned, I'm really working on trying to get some guests to talk about because that, that, that moment, that team, that needs to be remembered. That needs to be shared. And, and I hope to do that in future episodes before we get the season going. Uh, for the LA Kings. Uh, if you want to keep up to date on, oh, actually, you know what? I need to read, I need to read something else real quick. I actually forgot. Uh, just a reminder, 
that Locked On NHL has you covered for all your league-wide NHL talk with a rotating cast of local hosts from Locked On NHL's channels, breaking down the biggest stories in hockey five days a week. Subscribe for free on your favorite podcast app or on YouTube. All right, I do want to remind you that if you want to uh, be interactive with this show um, more frequently, I guess on, on a moment-to-moment basis, follow us on Twitter. We are at Locked On LA Kings and uh, try to tweet out and let you guys know uh, all the latest news that's going on. And if you want to interact with me uh, on that as well, that would be awesome. Uh, so again, uh, yeah, I want to hear your memories if you have them. Uh, working on trying to uh, do some special things on this show, uh, celebrating the 10-year anniversary of the LA Kings winning their first ever Stanley Cup. So that's going to do it for today's show. Thank you very much for listening. Hope you had a great weekend. This is Locked on LA Kings. I'm Eddie Garcia reminding you as always, go Kings go.